the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Thank you for tolerance and listening to me. I appreciate it very much. Woo! It's Friday night. Indeed. Yes, it is. It is Friday night. It is Friday. Yay! Super excited to be rolling into a weekend here. And with you guys, of course, like I'm excited every night of the week, 6 to 8 p.m. here on The Answer San Diego. Write this number down. I got some questions for y'all tonight, and I want to hear your thoughts. 888-344-1170. Did you get the details on the commitment? The, uh, started to call it the contract for America because that's really basically what it is. It's, you know, a rehash of, of the 1994 contract for America called the commitment for America that was revealed today. What are your thoughts on it? 888-344-1170. Did you read it? Did you hear what was in it? Did you hear any of the details about it? I'm going to share some some thoughts as well as uh, I've got a, a op-ed that was written on Breitbart by Steve Scalise out of Louisiana, fellow LSU grad, as well as a, a little soundbite from Kevin McCarthy here, who's getting a lot of praise for, for uh, this as an attempt to stay as Speaker of the House. So that's one topic we're going to get into tonight. Of course, um, the left is continuing to get caught in lie after lie after lie, including the huge lie told in the course of trying to continue to justify and legalize the slaughter of children in the womb. So we've got to talk about the latest with you there. Of course, Friday means, speaking of assault on children, Friday means Bob Walters. He will be here with his latest roundup, everything you need to know. Well, we... We don't really have time to tell you everything that's happening in the schools around this country because it's that kind of crazy. But we're going to at least give you an overview in hopes that you are then going to um, understand the reality and get out there and get active and do your part to help in routing out the evil that is going on in our schools. We've got that to share with you guys, those topics and more. Let's see what else we got to get into in next hour. Oh, my gosh. It's it's so insane with the creepy going on on the part of the left. We've got an insane, creepy comment. How many times can I say the word insane? I need I need to get a thesaurus out there because it's starting to become redundant. It's starting to lose its effect. But we're literally at a level of insanity. And so I, I need to help me out with some some alternative words for insane. But how crazy is the left in this country with pedophilia? Wait till you hear a clip from Joe Biden. Wait till you hear the fact. I've got a story for you guys about how the founder of the first gay pride parade was attacked by his own community. 
it's just gone bananas out there, people. And later on in the show, of course, we have Hero of the Week and Stink of the Week. So uh, lots for you to stick around. Buckle up, babies, because you're in for a bumpy ride tonight for the next two hours. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, got to bring in this man. It's none other than DJ Potato Skins. It's Friday. What's up? <laughs> well, what's up? I can tell you. Now I'm reminded of why I've been annoyed. Y'all know I love my military. Y'all know I love uh, pilots and naval aviators. One of my, one a really good friend of mine who passed away. His flight jacket is on display at the ready rooms and the midway. But I have been like, why is the ground beneath? Why are these jets driving me crazy going too low? What are they doing? The ground literally has been shaking under my feet at times. And then I'm reminded we got the Miramar Air Show this weekend. Totally forgot that was coming up. Totally forgot. Are y'all going this weekend in San Diego? I can kind of see it from my house, kind of like, remember when What's-Her-Face, uh, Sarah Palin said, I can see Russia from my house, or at least that was the joke on And Saturday. is Dave Elhoff going to be flying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's hope not. You know, what was that movie many years ago? I loved it so much. Was it Space Cowboys when a bunch of old dude astronauts ended yep. up going? I love that movie so much. Maybe we need to do like a, a, a you know, trot out some of the old, the OGs from uh, Navy aviation days back uh, from from the old days, like Fighting Meadows, our good friend Dave Elhoff. <laughs> Maybe they'll go up and be a part of some kind of air show or get some kind of tribute. All right. Um the commitment to America. I, do I start with some of the details? From, I'm going to play. I'm going to start with this Kevin McCarthy clip. He gave a he and uh, some other Republicans gave a speech today. They unveiled the commitment to America um, outside of D.C. in I think it was Washington County, Pennsylvania. The idea was that this would be about all of Americans and, and, and getting out of, instead of speaking to Americans from the halls of Congress, it would be more relatable. And because the idea is the commitment to America, which I, I, I like some of the ideas behind here. Uh, the idea of, which is what MAGA was really about, it wasn't about it, brand, it wasn't about R's, it wasn't about D's or I's for independence, it was about making America great again. It was an agenda that was for all Americans, right? So I like the idea of getting out there among the people, among all Americans, and unveiling a plan that's basically about trying to unite us together and, and make America great again. Um, so here's what he had to say today in... Um, an interview about the commitment to America. Please play clip two. Hey, good morning, family. Thank you all so much. Uh, Congressman, uh, I want to go straight to this plan, the commitment to America. Um, what is this about? Is it true that you base this plan similar to what Newt did back when Clinton was in office, when they were about to take back the House again, the Republicans? Well, it's about putting out to the American public, I mean, think about this. We're in Washington, not Washington, D.C. We're in Washington County, Pennsylvania. Why? Because this plan is about all these people sitting around a table talking about the challenges that they have. Can they afford it? Can they fill up their tank of gas? How do they survive with now the Democrats causing inflation? They lost a whole month's salary. Are their communities safe again? You want a community that's protected where law enforcement is respected, where criminals are prosecuted. You want an education system that's built on the future where kids come first and are taught to dream big. So what we wanted to do, a plan for a new direction. We want to be upfront with the American public. We want an election to have a contrast. 
If they put their trust in us, this is exactly what we'll do. Hold our feet to the fire. And on the very first day, we're going to repeal 87,000 IRS agents. So they're not going after you. We work for you. You don't work for us. Okay, a couple of things here. That's the only specifics that was mentioned. The only specifics that was mentioned was the 87,000 IRS agents. Um, I didn't watch the entire speech today. I'd love to hear from you guys if you watched if you watched the presentation today, what your thoughts are. Um, I, I, I'm kind of torn on this because um, I'm wondering if they didn't get into some specifics because uh, vague language that, that they feel as though you can't go too far with some of the things that you plan to do because it might not go down well to independence or it might not bring Democrats across the aisle. I think there's this conventional wisdom that stick to economics when people are struggling so much about economics, just focus on that, right? Just focus on that. But what I'm concerned about this is that it doesn't, if you want to, as he says here, if you want the election to have a contrast, then I think you need to have specifics across the board on absolutely everything and your details it's saying we want a, an education system that's built on the future where kids come first and are taught to dream big is such a pile of nothing that it annoys me. Parents across this country are in are, are in, in the sights of a counterterrorism unit and as a part of the DOJ and being considered domestic violence extremist. The issue in our education system is not that just that children aren't being taught to, to dream big. And what does that even mean? How about the fact that the Democrats are trying to seize over and we'll hear about more of this uh, examples of the real issues in our education system with Bob Walters later. This kind of vague stuff, it, this Democrat light, it's like Democrat light. It's not contrast. Contrast was uh, Donald J. Trump coming down the escalators and saying, drain the swamp. Mexico's not sending their best. We need to seal the border. China's, China's kicking our butts. We he, need- he could have come out and said, you know what? We're going to defend these parents. He, there's so much more they could have said. And, when he, and the only specifics he gives, and, and the reason why generalities like that don't work, is because it's, it, when, you, when you give nothing, when you give, it's, it's, when you give the equivalent of political cotton candy, it evaporates into thin air and it's meaningless to people. It's absolutely meaningless. Generic vagueness is meaningless. Newt Gingrich, speaking of Newt Gingrich, and um, by the way, you you know, I I hate that guy that led this interview. He's just the worst hire Fox ever did. It's just classic case of diversity hire. Um, He doesn't even give any uh, mention of Newt Gingrich. Newt Gingrich said today, I guess, on the same outlet, because now, of course, we're because what we're doing is we're picking up 1994 strategy. Do you think the Democrats are working from the same place they were at in 1994 with Bill Clinton, who said the air of big government is over and that 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 um, welfare needed to be transactional and that nobody should get anything handed to them without working for it? You think that that's where we're at right now in this country from the left? No, I don't want to hear about Newt Gingrich ever done. Bye. Goodbye. He's come out today and said, we'll see a red wave we've never seen before. I don't want to hear from Newt Gingrich. This isn't going to get us a red wave. The only specifics he gives is 87,000 IRS agents and doesn't say why that's a problem. Going after you. Going after us why? Going after us how? What is that going to mean to the American people? This is the same tired, and I'm sorry because I've got good friends of mine, and, and I shouldn't feel like I've got to apologize to friends of mine who work hard for the Republican Party because 
I, I shouldn't because you know what? We're all suffering here. And maybe the thing to do is if you're deep in the Republican Party is to send this message back to those that this isn't win. This isn't winning strategy. This generic fluff crap isn't winning strategy, in my opinion. You can tell me if you think I'm wrong. Because we're going to take a break in a minute, and I'm going to get into to Steve Scalise wrote a lengthy op-ed in Breitbart. Just doesn't have a whole lot more specifics. And if I'm a Democrat and I'm an independent, and we're and 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 I am getting hit all day long with the messages from the left, I'm not sure this is strong enough to counter that. It's not persuasive. He says, if they put their trust in us, this is exactly what we will do. What will you do? Hold our feet to the fire. How have your feet ever been held to the fire? The Republican Party, he was a part of the Republican Party before Trump took office. And they didn't fulfill any of their promises. None. Going to take a break. When we come back, I'm going to get into uh, this op-ed written by Steve Scalise, who's considered to be one of the, one of the hardest core conservatives in the House and share with you some of the thoughts that he has expressed in writing, some of the more specifics. And then I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what he's included in the commitments to America. And I'm going to tell you what's importantly to me, what most importantly or more importantly, what's missing. And I want to hear from you if you think I'm off the mark here. 888-344-1170. Andrea K. Bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. No, during the break, Skins and I were not debating the ins and outs of the commitment to America. No, we were debating the next James Bond. <laughs> I will say, no matter who takes the place, they have a tall order to beat out Daniel Craig because he was he's my favorite so far. Okay. Um, I've Full disclosure... That's not my movie franchise that wows me. Um, you know, I've seen a couple. I, I could never stay awake from, um, through them when I was a kid. Um, just on looks alone, my favorite was Sean Connery because I love me some Sean Connery. So I was here's what happened. I was just on Instagram during the break, of course, thinking I was going to find something yummy to look at. And I did. Somebody had posted this pic of Idris Elba in a suit, a tux. I think it was a tux holding a gun and giving just a really good side eye. Right. And the caption was something about him being the next James Bond. So immediately I asked Skins, is this official? And he came back and said that it's not official yet, that somebody, uh, the people behind the bond said, don't get, it's not official yet. Yeah, producers get, even came out with a statement yeah. like hours ago. Yeah, because this was m- making the rounds. Question for you guys, if you love the bond franchise, are you in on Idris Elba? Um, I'm, I'm all in for that. I would be I, all I, in. I love him as an actor. During the break, probably the only choice I would put above him would be one of my favorites, which is Michael Fassbender. And it would not be because I'm on board with. Uh, to me, the fact that Idris Elba is is black, you know, is a non-factor. He's got the vibe, the looks. He does. He, oh, you know, um, d- dude. I mean, I am just such a fan of his. I think that would knock it out of the park. So that would be a great choice for me. Eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. If you guys agree or not. Um, I just think he's one of those actors that just checks all the boxes for, for, for James Bond. And he's got the British accent. <gasps> oh, please. Um, the, the, the late, I have a feeling the ladies will agree with me. The gents, maybe not so much. 
Speaking of agreement, I want to know, here's uh, here's some details from this Breitbart op-ed that was written by uh, House St- member Steve Scalise, um, a man, a fellow LSU grad, our, our gentleman who was gunned down on a baseball field, left almost died from being gunned down by a Bernie Sanders supporter. Um, we don't we ha- do not have one story of a MAGA Republican gunning down Democrats on a baseball field, by the way. He has unveiled in this article the House. He says um, in the title here, House Republicans have a plan to save America. He says that they are rolling out what he's calling the commitment to America, which he says is a bold conservative vision for a prosperous America that will reverse Biden and Pelosi self-made crises. He says our plan is built on four key principles, an economy that is strong, a nation that is safe, a future built on freedom and a government that is that is accountable. Um, does that jump out at you as bold? And um, nope. yeah, it doesn't to me at all. And when I get into the specifics, to me, it's it's same old, same old, uh, generic. It's it's the same. It's the same strategy that let, led Larry Elder to not be able to not win in the recall. And I'm not going to sit here and say that the election was completely stolen from Larry Elder. It wasn't. Larry Elder didn't make it close enough for them to to you know. Um, I'm not I'm trying to say the reverse of what Peter Navarro said, which is uh, the Trump White House people let it be close enough for them to steal. Well, but the Republicans think, need to realize the Democrats have no trouble being bold. Right. It, I, I think it could have been the same thing in the recall. You know, it could. He, Larry Elder could have run away with it. He had too many of the establishment strategists, the same ones from the 90s, t- given him the same old tire talking points, the generic economic language. Um, that's just that doesn't win anybody over. It's like it's like it's like we've got this idea. It's like the strategy is based on this false notion that the Democrats are bleeding out. The economy is so bad. We've just got to walk on eggshells, use generic kind of language that doesn't ruffle anybody's feathers. And then we'll win in a landslide uh, that will have a red wave. And then when that doesn't happen, they'll have some convenient excuse like they didn't go far left enough. That they were too conservative in their message. We heard that from Mitt Romney, which has nothing at all reason why. The reason why Romney lost in 12 and McCain lost in 08 had nothing at all to do with the fact that these Republican candidates weren't lefty enough. In fact, they were too lefty. They ran weak, watered-down campaigns that did not provide a bold contrast. He goes on to say that in some of his um, language here, um, he talks about 80, uh, that uh, the 87,000 IRS agents uh, to audit low and middle income families. He talks about um, reducing wasteful government spending and cutting taxes. This will make it easier for businesses to lower their prices. OK, that's all well and good. But when you when you think about Democrats. That what they're hearing and the culture, you can't think that this language is good enough if you understand the progress that the left has made in the culture of America from one of understanding the value of low taxes and low regulations from that to one of entitlement. We actually have the Republican Party participating in paying healthy people to stay at home and having their jobs taken away from them. None of that is addressed in here. This does this language doesn't speak to anybody who thinks that fellow taxpayers should pay off their student loans. It doesn't speak to that, does it? 
He talks about how they're they're doubling down on radical climate po- uh, policies, ignoring the reality of the world's economic needs. Generic, generic, generic. He says that the Democrats support amnesty for illegals. Doesn't really talk. Later, he mentions the two million illegals, but doesn't really go in depth into what's happening with the border crisis and why the Democrats are doing that. He talk, and then he talks about after talking about the spending, he talks about providing funding for state and local law enforcement to hire more cops. Why is the federal government involved in taking taxpayers money from taxpayers and churning it to pay states to hire cops? That's what our state and local taxes are for. That's nonsense to me. He talks about passing a parent's bill of rights. This is the, the this is the one area that got me of, of interest. Passing a parent's bill of rights, parents will have a stronger voice and it will be easier for them to get involved with their kids' education. Did you get anything out of that, what the parental bill of rights is? He should have been listing out what is in the parental bill of rights. Very item, specifically. Item by item. This is just same old generic nonsense. Let me tell you what's missing here. The kind of language that had Donald Trump on the Republican ticket tear down the blue wall that was the upper Midwest. Harsh contrast, right? He, there, what was missing in, in, here was any talk about a weaponized FBI and Department of Justice and tyranny, a dual justice system. How many Democrats said they would not have voted for Joe Biden if they had known about the Hunter Biden story? They know about it now, and they want to know why there's been no prosecution. There's nothing addressing in here the fact that 75 million MAGA voters have been declared domestic terrorist. No mention of it. No mention of the tyranny involved in that. No mention of the story that Tom DeBacaro and I spent so much time talking about last night, which, which involves an FBI whistleblower detailing in specificity how across this country they are going after innocent Americans for their politics. No mention of that anywhere at all in their commitment to America. You're not making a commitment to me. When you're not addressing that, you're feeding me crap. And I don't appreciate it. It insults my intelligence and it gives me no reason to want to, to, want to trust in you. And in fact, it, it does the opposite. There's no mention of the wokeism in this country. You want to talk about a parental bill of rights. Get specific in there about parents not having their children mutilated behind their backs. There's no mention about the violent extremism going on culturally by Black Lives Matter and Antifa while white people are being told day in and day out that we're violent extremists, that we're the ones to be, to, to be feared in the streets. It's not happening by white Americans and it's not happening by MAGA. There's, there is no white extremist movement in this country. Which is why the FBI is having to trumpet up and cook the books and pretend that there is. And there was no mention of it. Policy is fine. You want to talk about lower taxation or regulation? This is what I said. When I interviewed all the governors, the, the ones that, when I went to that governor rally here in San Diego last year, and I interviewed every Republican who was at that event about running for governor, I said, I'm not going to discuss lower taxation or regulation because every Republican wants that. I'm only going to talk about the cultural Marxist movement that is really what's destroying this nation. And I want to know what you're going to do about it. And if you're not willing to talk about the cultural Marxist movement that is CRT, that is the transing of children and mutilating them, 
that is about turning us into a communist state. In other words, if you're not willing to be like DeSantis, I'm not going to vote for you. I'm not interested in anything you have to say. I, you guys can call me and tell me I'm going to take a break and come back in and bring in Bob Walters. And you're going to hear why I'm aggravated when you hear these stories Bob Walters is about to lay out. about. The, and this is just the one aspect of what's going on in this country that has me aggravated at my fellow LSU alum, Steve Scalise, today and the rest of the House Republicans with this phony commitment to America. It's a commitment to them to them trying to retain their power base and peeing on my leg and tell me it's raining. Stay tuned. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. In follow-up uh, to the commitment to America, one of the other things, the key thing that wasn't missing in their commitment to America was anything related to election integrity. Not a mention of it. Not a mention of uh, preserving election integrity, making sure state legislations, or, uh, state legislator laws are followed, and um, and um, as well as um, stopping the Democrats from trying to centralize and federalize and seize control over our elections. No mention of that at all. I talked at length about uh, uh, the parental rights uh, bill of parental bill of rights that they gave no specifics on. And we need specifics because you're about to hear specifics from Bob Walters like you do every Friday night with the gruesome details of what's happening to our children across the, this country. And his the generic language for these parents out there is just not good enough given uh, what we know is happening across the country. And you're about to hear more of that because the aforementioned Bob Walters, a.k.a. call sign Don Quixote, is here with the latest. Hello, my dear. Hello, good to be here. Thank you. So, um, what you got for us tonight? Give us give us the lowdown. You got some good news? I have some good news. Uh, a lawsuit filed on behalf of 26 grassroots Black Lives Matter chapters last week alleged that the leader of the national organization took $10 million in charitable donations to pay for his own personal expenses. It's wow. just unbelievable. It's like the $4.5 million that the two founders spent on houses in Newport Beach and Beverly Hills. <laughs> out of the donations, they've lost their tax exemption in most states. So, well, but there be. should be there should be criminal investigations. Instead, they're just continuing to go after Trump and and, and his kids. Yep, but I that's agree. good news, though. It is, and you got ordinary people are fighting back in the war on parents and winning. The California parents sued after non-binary male counselors slept in girls' cabins at a science <gasps> camp. <laughs> crazy. Virginia parents sued a school board for adopting a policy hiding information from parents on their kids' transgender issues. A suit in Rhode Island alleges schools violated open meetings law by holding a secret session on anti-racism and hiring practices. And finally, in Tennessee, parents sued a school district for ignoring the state policy outlawing CRT instruction. Well, let's slow down a little bit because the, the first one you mentioned involved Parents finding out that their kids had had biological males with them. What what was that about? Yeah, they slept in the girls' cabins. It was a science camp of of, of female students. Wow. <laughs> Non-binary male uh, counselors slept in these cabins with the girls. Wow. Uh, and y'all know that there's no such thing as non-binary. There is male and there is female. And in this case, it sounds like biological males were sleeping with girls in a, at a science camp. What could possibly go wrong, Bob Walters? Wow. Can't imagine. Boy. All right, then you got Woodbridge High School 
this is good news, and Irvine has won the 2022 National Blue Ribbon Award, as it did in 1986. Overall academic performance is the key to their victory in this battle. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Massachusetts High School football coach David Flynn settled a lawsuit with Dedham Public School District with a win. This arose when his daughter, in the seventh grade, had a class in world geography and ancient history, but was switched to politics, race, and gender equality and diversity without notice to the parents. And he won his case, got hired back after being fired. Excellent. This is what we need. You know, the, the left is using our, co- the, our court system against us, and this is how we can take some power back is hopefully win some of these cases in court. Unfortunately, uh, you know, the, you know, cases like this teacher, you know, I, I, we don't know how much money this guy had to spend in hiring an attorney to make that happen. I know. <clears throat> We're trying to, you know, I'm trying to encourage groups to get involved, but they, they, there's a lot more needed to be done. You got Indian River School County School District in Florida decided to place an AR-15 in every one of their 13 schools in a safe location, but open to the administrators in the event of a, a disaster. Well, that's excellent. That an AR-15 in every school, yep, in a safe location, but open to the administrators. Well, the only thing here is I'd like to know what it means in a safe location and whether or not these AR-15s are are accessible to everybody should they be needed like if they're in some gun safe way down at the end of a hall that you know and some bad guy comes in you know are they going to be able to get those and actually you know in time to stop uh, to prevent children from being shot versus dudes already in the classroom shooting kids before somebody then after the fact can go access a gun um, th- those are some of the details I think that we, we, these schools need to be thinking about, but at least we got some AR 15s going into school. And of course it's in Florida, right? Yeah, it's in Florida and they've had training for the teachers and they're putting them to a safe spot. That's all I know. I don't know the details. Well, that's awesome though. This is at least a step in the right direction. I would like to think also in Florida that they've continued with the plan post parkland, uh, for, um, hardening the schools and making the perimeters secure as well. That's good. Yeah, it is a good step. Mm-hmm. Recent New York Times Siena poll found that 70% of registered voters strongly oppose instruction on sexual education and orientation and gender identity in schools. And a recent Fox poll found 71% of voters were extremely concerned about what is being taught in public schools. Well, this is so important. Because what I was talking about earlier with this commitment to Americans and about the vague language involving the parents when what when when this is an issue that crosses all party lines, the majority of Americans do not want this crap being shoved down their kids throats in schools. The Republican Party can has should feel completely emboldened to be completely bold and say it in their commitment to America. They don't need to be walking on eggshells. It's one of the reasons why Hispanic voters in Texas, Bob, have started switching sides and voting Republican because of this crap. But yet they're still wanting to walk on eggshells. Yeah, and they really shouldn't because the majority of voters would really identify with Republicans if they spoke out on these exact issues. Absolutely. Anyway, Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin in Virginia reversed a 2021 policy that allowed students to use the bathroom of their gender identity rather than their biological sex. The the Democrats demonstrated against it, of course, charging that this is an attempt to restrict the rights of transgender students. Well, first of all, I'm I'm glad this happened. 
I find it interesting that Glenn Youngkin, who one of the reasons why he ran for governor and won was because Loudoun County, Virginia, is where we started seeing teachers, uh, uh, parents speaking up against school boards. And that was the school board where the dad was arrested and dragged out when after his daughter had been raped by a boy in a skirt in school. I'm, I'm surprised that it's taken Glenn Youngkin this long to reverse this policy. I'm glad he did. Um, but the language, this is so typical. The language is an attempt to restrict the rights of transgender students. Uh, there, you have no right as a transgender student. What rights? That's, that's the point that should be made. That's the point that should be made. Yep. And you got Senator Tim Scott of South Carolina pushed a bill in the Congress to combat indoctrination in the schools by cutting off federal funds to any elementary or middle school whose staff addresses a student by a different pronoun without parental consent. Well, this one's tricky um, because um, I like the idea of denying federal funds. Uh, I I like the idea of involves parental consent. Um, But honestly, what, what are we doing in schools? You know, we've got, we've got enough insane parents out there that I, I just think that we shouldn't be having any of this pronoun crap in our schools. There is no, there, you're born male or female. When you get to be an adult, if you want to change a, a, and live your life in a different way, you're still not going to change your biological sex. Biology is there to stay no matter what you hack off or insert. But as an adult, it's different. There should be no pronouns, none of this crap in schools, even with parental consent. That's my, that's my opinion here. I agree. Totally. All right. College crazies. Here's something new. A news, and I never had heard of, heard of us before. A new survey found that one-third of students, 18 to 24, report quiet quitting or prioritizing mental health and work-life balance over schoolwork. And 60% of those students felt that getting C's is just fine. They don't need to go beyond that in order to graduate. Good schools, physical health, uh, grades, good physical health, relationships, and finances all rank below mental health in this new DAMA. Well, quiet... Quiet quitting. I, I, I haven't heard of that before. Well, it's a new term. For example, quiet quitting in the workplace means that people decide um, that the boss is just expecting too much of them, Bob. So they're just going to they're just going to make sure that they don't do one more little thing than they have to on the job. And to me, if I'm a boss and I'm writing some paycheck to somebody and I find out they're doing this quiet quitting nonsense, they're going to be cleaning out their desk. OK. And, you know, the, the uh, to me, wh- as I hear this story, to me, what I get out of this is lazy, unambitious, um, no drive. If, if, if you're in, if your idea of going to college is to do the least that you can and to champion mediocrity, you know, uh, uh, why are you there? I agree. It, it doesn't, that's not protecting mental health. That's not protecting mental health. That's furthering laziness because you don't have to sacrifice your mental health to get good grades. That's not demanded of you. To me, this is a complete cop out. It's a and, total misconception of what they're breeding into these kids. Well, yeah. I mean, it's to me, it's, you know, socialism so appeals to the worst of human nature, uh, sloth, laziness, lack of ambition, yet a sense of entitlement to still be rewarded as though you had the work ethic and ambition. And capitalism rewards the best of human nature, which is that you're not entitled to anything and work your hiney off. And yeah, and, and what we need to be doing is teaching kids in school, not get the, rid of this 
pronoun crap in schools and have them learn coping mechanisms because life is going to hit you hard. Yep. It is. And and they and what they what they're now the left what the left is doing is acting as though having any stress at all in your life is akin to a mental health problem and it's not. We gotta take a break here. Bob Walters is gonna stick around and share with us some more college crazies when we come back. Don't go away. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, continuing on with Bob Walters. What else you got for us tonight in the crazy category, my dear? Well, I got something in the other. Delaware Supreme Court recommends that bar exams be eliminated since they discriminate <gasps> against blacks and Latinos. And the University of Pennsylvania has ruled that minorities can now get med- into medical school without taking the entrance exam. <laughs> wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's stop for a second and listen to that. The Delaware Supreme Court. First of all, I'm not sure why the Delaware Supreme Court is involved here in bar examination requirements. But to think that now. Yeah, you had actually reported before about University of Penn not requiring uh, uh, MCATs to get into med school. Now we've right. got you're not going to have to take a bar exam. In order to become an attorney? So now, I mean, how in the world would you ever feel confident in hiring an attorney who hasn't been forced to prove that they're qualified? Or how about a doctor that doesn't know how to do operations, but you're in, in, the, in the operating room waiting about to get into your guts? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Since you put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Then you got um, a college professor at the University of Cincinnati says white says rules against plagiarism and cheating on tests unfairly affects minority students versus white students. God. Why? Because, wants, go on. He wants the rules relaxed or eliminated. And finally, Baltimore has reported a massive grade fixing last summer where thousands of failed grades were changed to pass. Encouraging people to do less is both dangerous to society and especially to the minority students as they finally get out into the real world. Well, yeah. You're not doing any favors by, um, well, first of all, it's discriminatory, discriminatory to say that white students are not allowed to plagiarize and not allowed to cheat, but black students or minority students are allowed to cheat. That's discriminatory on its face. Um, and second of all, you're, you're right. I mean, if it, we've talked about this many times, whether it's in high schools where they're getting rid of SATs or getting rid of grades or getting rid of discipline, it's basically sending people out into the world without any of the capabilities mentally, emotionally, academically in order to be able to do a job. And people are going to pay the price. When you're talking about law school and you're talking about med school, it's one thing you put and dumb people out with English degrees that can't conjugate a verb. But you're talking about, right, cutting into people's guts. People will die. People's livelihoods will be destroyed by hiring a bad attorney. It's crazy. It's a bad thing. Yeah. The students returning to class this semester are greeted by teachers with no teacher training or just a high school diploma. States are desperately short of teachers, and they're relaxing the rules. And in 2019, only 15 states required candidates to pass a basic skills test. And many schools have stopped testing whether the candidates actually know the material they're going to teach. In Oklahoma, the shortage is so bad, they issued 3,600 emergency teacher licenses this year versus uh, 32 of them passed two years ago. Wow. 
It's just going crazy. I don't really know. Maybe you'll have to do some research on why there's such a shortage. Is it because our classrooms are exploding because of all the illegal immigrants? I mean, we know that Americans are not having babies to the degree that they used to. Our population isn't growing. I don't know if it's because in certain areas people have fled and left states like California and migrated to other areas. And that's why these other areas have a shortage. So I don't know if it's specific to that. I'd be interested in knowing what's behind some of these teacher shortages. I can research that. Yeah. One of the key factors is student violence against the teachers. Oh, good point. Yeah. You cannot discipline them. You cannot send them out of class. You cannot yell at them. You can't do anything. You can't spank them. Good point. And they know it. All right. And the following recommendations by the United Nations and the World Economic Forum. This is good. Publishers are now suing public schools to indoctrinate students the children to eat buds, birds, and weeds. The propaganda is produced by Benchmark, who also produces the Common Core curriculum. This is teaching kids how to eat bugs and weeds. And it's under the direction of the United Nations. Wow. And it's surprising the parents haven't reacted to this so far, maybe because it hasn't got into the, you know, the actual classrooms beyond just the beginning. Right. Factor. Yeah, that's that's crazy. Um, I mean, it just goes to show we've only got two minutes left. It just goes to show the there is no aspect of a children's mind or life that they're not seeking to control in order to indoctrinate them into being under the control of the state going forward. And the and the UN and the World Economic Forum, this is all a part of the Great Reset. They should have absolutely nothing to say whatsoever about anything going on in American life. And this is why we should have never had any involvement with them in the first place. Um, um, one more item before we got to go. Yeah. Project Veritas revealed how Arianne Franco, an English teacher in a New York middle school, was found to encourage her students to commit political violence during class sessions. She also rejected students pledging the allegiance to the flag and urged her students to not ruin their own neighborhoods, but go to the upper class areas to do their violence for the police. <laughs> they have. Yeah, be sure if you're going to teaching kids to be violent, but making sure they go to an upper class neighborhood to do it. Don't hurt your own neighborhood. I guess that was the lesson out of Black Lives Matter, right? Don't burn down your own neighborhood. Take your violence elsewhere. Meanwhile, Biden is is saying that MAGA is the party of political violence, yet they're trying to teach it to our children in the schools. Tell everybody about We the Kids, because that's really the education group people need to be paying attention to for their kids. It is. It's something that you... Assuming that the kids are not getting the right kind of education in school about history and America and, and, and belief in the country, the we the kids us is a place to check and you get materials, books, uh, even CDs to help teach the kids about America's rightful history and what to be proud of. And it doesn't cost anything. You can contribute if you want to be helpful to them, but you get all these things just by being an, an interested parent trying to help your kids get a good focus on America and its history. It's amazing. We the kids dot us. Um, I have, a, I love my little, I wear my, we the kids hat and t-shirt all the time. I can't tell you how many times people stop me and tell me how cute it is. And um, so definitely, you know, go to, go to we the kids dot us, find tools to help your kids get educated, get some really cute gear and always tune in every Friday to hear this man, Bob Walters, the education contributor provides the best content you, you don't hear anywhere else. And you hear it every Friday right here. Thank you, my dear forever. Our hero of the week, perpetual love you. Stay tuned. 
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.